podcast. Welcome to the Happy Meal. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Happy Meal. John Harsey, Chewy Darso, and Emily Blake. <laughs> I'm all laughing. <laughs> uh, that was guest, my laughter. Yeah, a special guest again this week is Ryan James. Hey, I, I've come back. Yeah, <laughs> come back slash didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so first and foremost, happy Thanksgiving to anyone listening on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Apparently only from me and kind of John. Yeah. <laughs> Give a half committal. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got nothing going on that day. Eat that turducken, kids. Yeah. You know. Technically, it's probably the day after Thanksgiving today. It probably. Well, it, so it, then even be, better because uh, yeah, they'll be in line. People will be in line for the oh, next yeah. like happy Black Friday. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Or Thanksgiving, if you want to avoid your family and listen to us chat for yeah. all of 30 minutes. Uh, I did see a joke online that really cracked me up that Thanksgiving is the only holiday where you deep fry the mascot. My Thanksgiving tradition is to listen to Alice's restaurant while I'm cooking. Okay. I got. I have yourself. like no fucking Thanksgiving tradition traditions, like none. I don't no. eat turkey. At, I like to watch Son in Law. Yeah, we don't really do that though. We did it last year because part of a battle. Like it. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> no, used you're to, wrong. Uh, used to I, watch I, I've, I've watched it a few Gunner times. I enjoy it. Oh, um, we, we need to do a Polly Shore battle. Have we done one of those yet? <gasps> no. And yes, we do. Yes. I don't disagree with you. Yes. <laughs> I'll just take in the army now, so I lose. Yep. yep. <laughs> no, you. Or lose that one where he plays a lawyer. The, the I juror. Jury. Yeah, the lawyer one. Jury and Cino man. Yep. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Okay, that's I'll one of the good ones. That's a, yeah, one of the real yeah. good ones. Um, so there's really not a, a movie on the plate today. We were going to do the movie L, uh, but uh, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, it's it's a movie about <laughs> rape, uh, and I was told and highly recommended this movie by a friend of mine from work. And she said it was phenomenal and it was great and it was all these things. And I do think it's a good movie and I do like Paul Verhoeven, but this is the absolute worst time ever to watch this movie and talk about the movie. So we're skipping that and we're just talking about, you know, movies. Um, we'll do a quick way we've been doing, then we'll kind of jump into what the episode will be. Uh, my Where Have You Been Doing, uh, much like last week, I'm immediately blanking on what it was. It, oh, uh, Doctor Who. Uh, I have one episode left in Doctor Who. Um, I, it has taken me forever to get through this season because I do not enjoy it. I think the writing is all over the place. I think they wrote a great character with Bill and then gave her nothing to do. Uh, they kind of forgot who Peter Capaldi is. And it's just, it's been a mess all over the place. And there's moments of greatness, but by and large, it didn't get interesting until the second to last episode, which I just watched and went, oh, why wasn't this the plot the whole time? Mm, like, it's. Japan. Especially coming off of season nine, which I loved, and it was so good, and they finally got Peter Capaldi, and it was great, and then this one feels like season eight again, and it's just like, shit. Mm. Um, but that said, I'm excited to watch the finale whenever I get around to it. It's been, I've been really taking my time with it, mm-hmm. um, and I will greatly miss Capaldi, and I will not miss Moffat. I think he did great things, but I'm ready for him to move on. Moffat exhausted himself, Yeah, and yeah. Peter Capaldi suffered from... Matt Smith was the young, cute boy that brought all the girls to the town, and then they all left. Yeah. So that's not Capaldi's fault that there were so many fans that were just there for the man meet, essentially, and they didn't like the recast. I'm sorry. It was really annoying for me, because Capaldi was amazing. And he, mm-hmm. in season nine specifically, he really made that character his own. We did an entire yeah. episode on it. You can go back and listen to it. Yeah. But- uh, he really made an interesting, compelling doctor that was very distinct from everyone who's come before him, and it was great. Like he really felt like he had the weight on his shoulders. Like, yeah, how definitely. Matt Smith was the doctor who forgot. Mm-hmm. He it's remembered. almost like he was he was the remembered and the forgot, where he's trying more like the denial or something. Yeah, where yeah. he's trying to run it away from it and be a cool old guy. 
Yeah, and I, I, that's why I'll keep going back to season nine. I will definitely rewatch season nine over and over and over. This one, once I get through it, I might go back to the last two, and that'd be about it. But I'm very excited to see what Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall bring to the Oh, show. yeah. Oh. Th- th- I'm very yeah. excited for everything else coming out. They need, I did. Sh- they need a shake-up, and I think the shake-up's going to be good. Yeah. Right. Literally within about half an hour of her new costume being revealed yesterday or, yesterday or two days ago, whenever it was. It was um, a week ago now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yeah, when yep. they yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, travel. no, wait a minute. <laughs> um, but no, but within like half an hour of the costume being revealed, I heard he had been booked to make three of those coats. So that's really nice. cool. Yeah, nice. I, the only thing that bumped me about her costume was I saw it, my, and then I saw it looks familiar, and I'm like, it doesn't look familiar. Oh god, she looks like Mork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> but oh my god, that's like, what it was. Yeah. I thought she dressed like one yeah. of the old companions. But the whole well, the whole costume is a throwback to like previous doctors. Yeah, on yeah. Her, yeah. which is has, awesome. She's yeah. also gonna have three companions, just like the first doctor. I mean, they're not subtle with their choices here. Yeah, cool. I, I mean, cool. And I'm really excited it. for it. I think it looks great. Um, that's it for me, though. I'm done talking Doctor Who. Uh, and what else wants to go next? Due to the, like the weird timing of it, uh, I'll just mention that uh, I, during the time that we're recording this, I'm going to AFI Fest. Which uh, I haven't been I haven't been to in uh, many years, and it's been my first time back since then. And I'm having a really good time. Uh, by the time this comes out, I'll have seen all the movies, so I can't really talk to one specifically now. So weird time travely stuff. Mm-hmm. But I always enjoy going to these movies, getting a chance to see them, kind of like to like whether they're good or not, and just a chance to see movies that maybe won't even come out here. Uh, that's what I'm most excited about. Uh, like I saw Shape of Water, and that's good, and it's going to come out, <laughs> and we're going to see it here in the states, but. There's a few that I'm pretty con- I'm pretty sure that I'll see them here at AFI Fest and that's it. And that's kind of a cool part of it, just seeing these festival circuit movies and getting a chance to do that. Cool. Joe, do you have anything you want to throw in for this week? <clears throat> uh, I haven't been watching too much lately. I'm trying to refresh myself on the one thing that I did watch was uh, the new Bob's Burgers episode, which was for Halloween. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. The this Wolf of Wharf Street, <laughs> which is kind of hard to say. Yeah. Uh, but so punny. I just I still love Bob's Burgers. I'm so excited for that movie. Yeah. I don't. I hope it's a good movie. I mean, the Simpsons movie ended up being really good. It's better than the show was at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, movie? Uh, Hold yeah, on. I didn't know either. Bob's no, no, Burgers. the Bob's Burgers. Oh, it was Have announced you... like, a, well, by the time this comes out, it's announced about a month ago. But Okay. As cool. of right now, it's announced like two weeks ago. That should be good. Cool. Uh, have you guys all been caught up on Bob's Burgers? No. No? So I can't yes. reveal all the details on this? Uh, I mean, it's yeah. cartoon comedy. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's okay. huge. Spoilers. Well, they're, they're kind of spoofing uh, Wolf in London a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob thinks that, uh, I forgot his name now. Teddy. That Teddy's a werewolf. <clears throat> Uh, and then at the end, if I and the kids want to find the werewolf, uh, and they just find a llama, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but later on, it turns out that there was a real wolf, but and Bob sees it in a severely like medicated state, and no one believes him. And he's just going, "There was a wolf." <laughs> sure, there was Bob. There really was a wolf. It's it's a really enjoyable episode. Ever a show like Bob's Burgers, where honestly, there's a part of me that's worried that it's going to run out of steam at some point. It still stays hilarious, mm-hmm. and I hope it's like stays that way. Honestly. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it was never canceled. Like, 
the ratings right. were yeah. just not it's, there for a long time. Yeah, but it's gotten that fan base that really holds it up, and it's gotten a lot of respect, and you see it referenced every now and then. Yeah, but didn't even get like you, full season orders to like three years ago, and it's yeah. in season eight now. Do you think um, they learned a little bit of a lesson from Family Guy, that they canceled that after two seasons, and then everyone was clamoring for some good yeah, Sunday it night could be something cartoons, like that. that they're like, you know what, let's give this one a little bit longer. Well, in general, I, like the whole like uh, family, like the whole family sitcom thing and animation tends to play out very well over the long right. haul. Like, And it's on Fox, right? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. why I and thought... And Fox always has a better track record other than with Family Guy with their animated shows. Yeah. Yeah, they, they trust animation well, more than... Yeah. For the most They're part. They're just on longer. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Emily? I watched a DC animated film called Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you find it? I've been looking for that for Can't years. Can't find that shit anywhere. <laughs> it was really hard for me to defend it. Uh, I actually watched Harlots on uh, Hulu, um, which is pretty great. It's about uh, way back in the... Uh, I'm going to bungle it if I try to guess the name of the period that that was in. I need to look back at the costumes. But uh, I think it's borderline Rococo period. Anyway... Um, no one else knows that word. You're fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know Rococo. Oh, yeah. I know yeah, the you Arcade know Fire song. Oh. Um, so, uh, but they, um, it's a bunch of uh, women competing to own brothels. Um, and uh, it, it gets really nasty. It's very feminist. It's all about women owning their sexuality, but also about like being devious. It's also about like using... Like one of the brothel owners basically kidnaps her women and forces them, and and even like will kidnap a virgin and and procure her for rich people to basically rape. Meanwhile, there's another woman who's constantly in danger of losing her brothel, and and meanwhile, there's all these women who are whores just trying to make it work. Um, and uh, it's very very female centric. There there are male characters, but uh, for the most part, the story is about the women and about sexuality. And about selling sex, and uh, but all in a period, you know. Um, and so it's uh, it's pretty fascinating. It's a look at like the the main character has two daughters, and one of them is already basically she sells their virginity. That's just understood as part of the responsibility of being their daughter, and they're fine with it. One of them has long since had that happen, and and she also had to find herself a keeper. So she's a mistress, and that's what she does for a living. And the other one. She, she's trying to do that, but she doesn't want to. And so it's all about like, yes, but you've got to do this because this is who you are. Your, you know, your your value is in being a sex object. And she's just like, I don't want to. Meanwhile, the other daughter totally embraces it. The older, the other daughter's like, yep, sexuality. I will fuck you, and you will give me mother, mother, money, motherfucker. It's just like, <laughs> it's 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 a really fascinating look at what it's like, or at least in in that period, what it was like to sell your body. It's really, hmm. I highly recommend. It's very feminist. I like it. What's the name again? Harlots. All right. It's on Hulu. Sounds good. Um, I, I've, it's, uh, I haven't been doing a whole lot. I'm just going to run through a few TV series now. We're kind of in the, you know, the middle end of the first part of the season. Um, Stranger Things. I'm sure you guys talked about Stranger Things too already. Fantastic. Highly recommend anyone go out and binge that. Um, I've been uh, keeping up with Gotham, which is actually getting better than it has in years past. I know some people jumped ship a while back. I, I never even got early on season one. I never yeah, went back, and so I hear it got way better. It get, it definitely got way better since season one. Um, I think some people I talk to are super comic nerds, and they have a problem with how big of a departure it is from the well known Batman canon. 
But I like that. It's a different story, and it fits in, and there's lots of Easter eggs. I get to go, ooh, from the comics. Yeah. Ooh, from the comics. I've never understood why people care about that. Like, have you read Gotham White Knight? It's fantastic. It's Sounds only, great. It's too. only two issues yeah. in right now. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, I meant to ask you about that. I haven't read it yet, but I, I have the first two issues. So. Uh, I'm going to wait. I'm done. I'm going to wait till the trade comes out, because oh, okay. I can't do this one week to week. It's too good. Mm, cool. Um, and then I... I guess I'm almost done with Inhumans at this point, and it is not for anybody. <laughs> I, uh, I, I cannot recommend I a single human being. Especially with Gifted on. At yeah, the same time. yeah, yeah. I started Gifted. Fantastic X-Men show. Inhumans, like, it seemed like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wanted to take the concept of Inhumans and make them X-Men, and this movie did not run with any of that. Uh, it, it's like sometimes for these properties, comic books turned live action, they totally derail from the comic books in order to make a good story and then like the comic book fans have no idea what's going on uh, they derailed entirely from the comic books and made a terrible story <laughs> and nobody has any idea what's going on it's just bad it's really bad i mean it didn't look good no I, when oh, i watched the trailer and i saw that they're plucking black bolt straight out of their city and plopping him in the middle of new york in a suit i was just like why Crap. It's Honolulu, oh, it's but Honolulu. whatever, yeah. wherever it was, I was just like, crap. They don't. Let's have be honest, a budget. it's Canada, but yeah. I was just looking at it, be like, they don't have a budget. Right. I don't think they know what Inhumans are. No. And it's just after this trailer, I'm just like, I, I feel it's awful. Not worth it. I feel like I, as an industry person, I know what happened. Somebody tricked them into shooting on IMAX. Yeah. And they spent all their money on it, and it doesn't even look good. The sets don't look good. The CG doesn't look good. They, yeah, they also well, and they, they also hired the guy yeah. who did Iron Fist. Like the, this guy doesn't know comics. Like, I love Iron he, Fist enough. Like if it if this was half as good as Iron ugh, Fist, I would have had a good Iron time. Fist is not great. And this was far worse. So clearly, he read some Iron Fist books and just skipped Inhumans. And well, if I could just attempt to read Iron Fist, I can fake my way through that. She's I can fake my way through this. He, what's what's crazy is I that I think he browsed the covers of Inhumans <laughs> comics. And what's crazy is like I saw the the trailers for this and the yeah. things before movies and just like the big hype that they were doing for it and every piece of media that they shared for this looked horrible yeah even on the small screen yeah so when i saw it on the big screen, i was like oh wow that actually looks worse it, and the framing like i'm gonna do i hope this isn't no one's gonna watch this and it's not a spoiler if you do but in six episodes two main characters have died and come back to life it's like really classic they, they comic had book did write this you'd think so <laughs> They had an off-site installation at Comic-Con, and I stumbled on it, and they were like, free pizza. So I was like, okay. So I went in, and they gave me free pizza and candy and popcorn. And, and it soda. turns out it was actually all made of it dirt, was. and you're like, this isn't the pizza I know. Yeah. And that, But then they gave you a little presentation, and I was just like, and then they were giving out posters, and I went up, and I was standing next to the poster table, and the guy was like, you want a poster? And I was like, I guess. And <laughs> yeah. then he gave me the poster, and I just kind of took it home and threw it in my closet. And, like, I don't know what to do with this poster because no one's going to want it. Um, nope. and, I was uh, so excited yeah. to see Lockjaw. Oh, Lockjaw's so lo great. Lockjaw and Crystal are kind of redeeming. Yeah, they are. You could did watch these for, the, for those two. They yeah. did a good job animating that. But yeah. Medusa is my favorite character. Oof. And it looks like they just had no idea Oof. how to deal with her. I mean, they shaved her head in the first episode. They did? I can't, yeah. And then the first I didn't yeah. watch it. End of the first episode. Yeah. What? Yeah, they shave her head. She's so, spending... I don't know if she... I've stopped watching, so I don't know if she's getting her hair back, but... No, no, no. No. No budget for that. So she's just useless at so this that's point. That's what they do. With the fact that they don't have a fucking budget to animate her hair, they right. just get rid of it. Her hair looked so good in the two or three scenes where they actually animated it, and then when they just let her lay with the flat wig, it's awful. Uh, wow. 
I'm never gonna watch this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I'm kind of more interested to watch it, but more like it's like car accident worthy of like <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. yeah. I just wish it wasn't six hours of my life that I have to spend to watch a car accident. But it's just going. It's just going, it's just can, going it's on the pile of things that I'm never yeah, going works. to get. Yeah. I'm never like I'm never going to get a Tim Hunter movie. Yeah. I'm never going to get a go to Inhumans. I mean, it's got a lot of great actors in it. Like Lockjaw is still pretty great. Yeah. It, it's not. I mean, it, it, there was. I keep saying like there was something there. Like they have the Ramsey Bolt, Ramsey Bolton, whatever the fuck yeah. his, his name is. Um. He he could have been. He was a good casting choice for that he, character. But but he's who playing does he play? The brother Maximus the Mad yeah. Ramsey Bolton. So, so he's, he's a good I choice. Don't, I don't know. I didn't read the comic books. I've only seen them like when they've appeared in other people's comic books. So um, but so I don't know how this is based on the comic or not. But my big thing was he could have been. There was a legitimate thing here of these people being high and mighty royal family and the two classes on this planet. Like and all the poor people are just sort of. There's definitely a hierarchy of haves and have-nots. Yeah. That's not what this story is about. Right. And it could have been. It should have been. I mean, I... it seems like it was supposed to be, which is actually a big plot point of the Inhumans comics, except the underclass in, in the comic books are, they're called alpha primitives. The Terrigen actually, like, uh, takes their brain backwards and they oh. kind of become, like, half-primates. Yeah. The and... the entirety of it... I'm sorry, I just stopped No, you. go ahead. It's just... The hierarchy in their world is determined by the mist, right? And what powers you get, and it's kind of touched on in the first episode, yeah. but then totally glossed yeah, over. That's what I mean. Like if he had been a, a, a speaker speaking out for the people, right? If they had instead, like, like he was just like, you can't be like this to these people, you can't mistreat them, and had lured them into joining him in a revolution, that would have been a fucking story. Which it like was halfway there, yeah. but the rest of it was like clearly he's just power hungry. Well, yeah, because he ended leader. up being just a straight up bad guy. Yeah. he's just an asshole, and there's nothing. He's about kind him. of supposed to be, but but if if they're gonna go off the comic books, then make him somewhat someone we side with and no. go like in the comic books, he's a dirtbag. No, is... but that's what she's saying. If you're gonna yeah. depart anyways, at least oh. do something yeah. with the character. Oh, because that would have yeah. been a better story to right. have somebody okay. who were like, oh man, yeah, these inhuman people are supposed to be heroes, but actually they're kind of like oppressing these people, and right. maybe he does have a point. Put us in a moral conundrum. Mm-hmm. Don't be like good guy, bad guy when. I, yeah, that's if he, just the weaker way to go. If he didn't go to murder in the first episode or second episode, it would you could have been on his side for a good part of the season. But you immediately know he's the bad guy. And also you cast Ramsey Bolton. And you cast Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> he's kind of got yeah. bad guy face. Yeah. Um I, now that I'm seeing I'm uh I'm like one or two episodes from the end. Um they actually might this might be an origin story and they might turn all these characters into the ones that we know from the comic books. Uh, I wouldn't uh, hold your breath. I'm no. not going to hold my breath for that. Um <laughs> And we'll see where they go. That it probably Maximus will be stopped instead. But uh, second spoiler, uh, he's actually a human. He has no p- superpowers, unlike the comic books. Huh. What? Uh, that's the whole the whole thing with him is that he went through the Terrigen Mist and came out with nothing. Isn't that supposed to kill you? Yeah. Huh. Y- yeah. Yeah. If you if you're not of their bloodline, it is. But he was. Die. He had inhuman blood before he went in and came out with human blood. Oh, so his power oh, is that, that he gets stripped of everything. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's, weird. I don't That's know. awesome. It That's doesn't a make strange sense. choice. Yeah. yeah, it was a really strange choice. I mean, he doesn't have him. like laser beams or anything, but he's supposed to have like super calculated and min- manipulative yeah. powers, which are kind of just like his charisma instead in the TV show. Huh. But we'll see if he like gains those powers over the course of the show, which he might. I is do it, appreciate that they gave me free pizza. 
I will say. Well, at least they have that going for them. They know they have to give away free pizza to get anyone in. So, (laughs) I'm very glad we didn't go see an IMAX because we debated on it. I did too. Because that was such a weird choice. Bad choices. That was just like I hope that it will be good, and then nothing came out saying it was even remotely good. No, it came out saying the exact opposite. It could not be worse. Um, I need to see the last episode has to be super super redeeming. Like we need to see Black Bolt actually yell something and like take everyone out, and you know all sorts of powers need to start flying. See, for my like my meter of where I stand on Marvel things is if Ryan says it's good, I know it's at least okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If he's saying it's bad, it's like oh boy. You know, I was looking forward to watching Anson Mount do a role where he wasn't allowed to say anything because I thought that was kind of cool. And initially, when I did see that preview at Comic Con. I, I thought, okay, that's neat. There's some neat stuff here. I don't know. I'm willing. And there were some cool action sequences. Yeah. But, you know, because they didn't show us a whole episode. They only showed us clips. Right. And they showed us the best stuff. Yeah. Um, that got me kind of interested. But, yeah, I was really looking forward to Anson Mount. But it's it's not. They're not. Because they, they didn't, at least in his first few episodes, they didn't give no. him anything. No. That, that made use of that. A lot a, of you know, like, people w- have a hard time writing a character that can't talk. Yeah. It could have. We could have gotten someone more emotive. Like his face is very dry. But I, I think James he Marston. is an emotive actor. I just. I believe that actor. he probably yeah. is, but not in this. It, uh, and the other thing is, he has this whole sign language thing that he and Medusa go through in the comics. It's a series of glances, and, and she that's awesome. knows yeah. exactly what he's thinking. And that would make sense. But you think that uh, if you've been communicating with your wife. Uh, and the queen the entire time you're a ruler that your people don't kind of pick up on it oh and learn God. the language. That was the exact comment I had when I talked about it being my like something I saw or the, yeah. my where have you been doing when I brought it up was like, I don't understand why like the brother needs to Medusa to translate. This is your brother. You yeah. don't know how to interpret his right. son language? That's they, another thing kind of from the comics. <sighs> no, Maximus you no, kind of knows what he's doing. But it makes more anyways. sense if they don't have an actual sign language. If their entire conversation is based on glances, yeah. then yeah, you're not going to be in tune with that person like your wife would be. Right. So it made more sense. You know what? We can stop talking to humans. <laughs> we get really angry. <laughs> it uh, works a lot better in comic books. Yeah, <laughs> that's hands down the whole show. The whole uh, series works better in comics. Um, so for today's episode, the first thing I'm going to do, and this will probably require some pulling out of cell phones and whatnot to figure it out, but I want to recommend a movie that is out available for rent for somebody to watch tonight if they're watching, if they're listening to this episode right now. So any movie that's out for rent, you can dial it up a little bit of something you've seen this year, something you've seen whenever that you think somebody should go watch tonight with their family. Mine is terrible for families, which I'll just say right out of the gate, but I think it's one of the best movies so far this year. I'm going with Good Time. Yeah, it's not a good family movie. Not a great family movie, unless your family is all over the age of 18. Um, but it is, for from my buck right now, it is up there with uh, like Get Out and a few of the other movies that are like like some of the best movies of the year. It's like this one got really no press because it has uh, Robert Pattinson in it and people oh, think he's yeah. a joke. And he's not. He is incredible. And he is so good in this movie. And if you haven't seen it yet or heard of it, um, if you haven't heard of it, just take me at my word. Watch the movie. Do not watch the trailer. The trailer gives stuff away, not terribly. It doesn't ruin the ride of the movie, but if you don't know anything, it'll be a much more enjoyable ride. Um, that's mine. I can uh, take over from here. I have one that I actually have not seen yet. It comes out on DVD the Tuesday after we're recording, but by the time you're listening, it will be out. Uh, the Belko Experiment, the James Gunn film. I have heard nothing but good things. And I actually, uh, Emily was really excited for Mayhem to come out this week. And I was talking to some friends of mine who saw it and said that Belko is a better movie. Uh, they're both good, but um, that this is one I'm really excited to see on DVD. Yeah, I have a few friends who saw it who said it's incredible, and then I have a few friends who saw it who said it's limited by its budget. 
That's fair. Like, you can kind of see its budgets on on its sleeve. Like instead of like dialing things back and making them more uh, look better, they just kind of said fuck it and they did what they could with the money they had. So it just there's parts that'll pull you out of the movie because they just look a little cheap. That makes sense. Um, but that's kind of James Gunn's style too. He's a little campy. But sometimes. I'm not. It sounds like he didn't have a lot to do with it because he was still fully in Guardians Land when yeah. he was making this. So it was really just. He would come in, sit down with them, watch a cut, give some ad- advice, and then leave. Like he was very hands off. Oh, really? But he helped produce it and give it money and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's really just they put his name on it bigger because then people go see it. But right. he had very little to do with it. Hmm. It sounds like he had more to do with. But it he than, wrote it though. I, yeah, I believe, but yeah. Uh, but he he had less to do with it than the um, than what he had more to do with it than the people making the movie expected. Right. But not as much as they would have hoped. I see. Is what I heard. That's fair. Um, but who knows? I, could, I mean, this is all fifth and seventh hand so who knows but yeah i still hear it's a good film good film worth checking out uh i'm gonna recommend this little movie that, that no one has seen that is fucking great uh it's called the mating habits of the earthbound human i've seen it <gasps> you've seen it yep oh it's so good has karma letter in it and i was a teenage boy i've seen oh, it, it's so good. it. are we doing new movies this year or any movie you any movie you any recommend movie, any movie and it's on dvd I, I don't know if it's streaming i was just looking um but uh, it's Mackenzie Aston and Carmen Electra, and uh, it's basically a romantic comedy, but it's told by the voiceover of David Hyde Pierce as if it is an instructional video for aliens to learn about uh, how humans mate and mating rituals. So, uh, and, it's, and it's done like a nature documentary, so whenever they want to demonstrate, like when they use a diaphragm, or because they used to use diaphragms, boys and girls, uh, when they use a <laughs> diaphragm, or when they use condoms, or when they use birth control, or whatever... These guys dress up like sperm and run on a track and um, to demonstrate what happens. So when it's like a condom, they just run into a wall. Um, it's it's fucking great. Uh, Carmen Electric, it, it, her acting, oh, okay, okay. It's um, the best she's ever done. It's, it's yeah. Um, she's trying, man. Um, I, you know, I will give her that. She did try. She did try very She hard. did not just phone it in. Um, she did and try. And she does look fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the truth is, this dude is very lucky to have gotten a girl who looks like this. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's and he's also kind of a dick. Oh, like, totally. That's the thing. Is like the Why'd whole you look movie, at me when like... you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the whole time, you're like, it's, it's actually one of the more interesting things is she's actually. I don't know if it's because this movie is from the '90s. I think it's from or early 2000s. Um, I want to say like 2001. Okay. I could be wrong. That's uh, the 90s. I, I, I don't, <laughs> but, but like, I don't, or, or if we're supposed to feel this way, but she seems really insecure. Like she's someone who is very like, uh, has no confidence in herself. And so, and that's always the subtext of every scene. Uh, Mark Lucas is in this movie as a, an old boyfriend um, who punches Mackenzie Asins. Pretty great. Um, I love Mark Lucas. He was on Buffy. Uh, anyway. That movie, uh, I'm going to interrupt again. The movie has the best conversation about condoms I've ever oh, heard. Great. And it's when they go to buy a condom from an old woman who is sold out of condoms. And it is fucking hysterical. <laughs> so, oh, she keeps calling them rubbers. Yeah, rubbers. <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking awesome. funny. It's just this movie is highly entertaining. I recommend it. Uh, and I just never get to, I, And a lot of times when I start dating someone new, I immediately force them to watch it. It's, <laughs> it's so I, test. I will say you're one of the first people I've met who's actually seen it. I love Usually it. I bring it up and people are like, pass it's like no it's really really good good. (laughs) all right i'm gonna go with a a multiple movie thing okay okay what is something that i have not been able to invest in yet and i wanted to uh all of uh miyazaki studio ghibli films were re-released in october from uh, g kids (laughs) which is trying to get more american kids into anime and such um 
And if you've never watched any of the Studio Ghibli films with your children, uh, particularly if you have daughters, it's, it's, it's uh, what's the word? Disservice to not mm. show it to them. Because for the lack of American films uh, that service having females as the lead and dealing with hard issues and being the hero at the end by being able to take care of themselves, anime does that all the freaking time. Uh, it's almost a hallmark of it with the, the special female in anime being special and being able to do things. And it's great. And Miyazaki does it. No, Miyazaki does it fantastically. And he doesn't do any weird upskirt shots that a lot of anime does. <laughs> She's yeah. the best uh, in the world. And look at her underwear. Yeah. Look at it. Look uh, at it. Those underwears are the best in the world. <laughs> Princess Mononoke, even though you're following a dude around the whole time, fantastic character uh, in The Princess. Uh, Spirited away. And yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just not talking you, you well this like morning. You look like you're blanking on it. That's what I was rambling. It uh, may. It may. It may Spirit Away. She's so good. <laughs> But spirited, spirited away. Like, I got to see that movie in theaters when after that it won an Oscar for best foreign film, and it blew me away. Like that movie is grand, and just beyond anything I'd really seen before. I mean, I'd been watching anime, but Spirited Away was fucking beautiful. Is, is that the one with the house? No, that's that's a, Howl's, Howl's Moving oh, Castle. Yeah. Right, right, right. Duh, that's in the spirited title. Away <laughs> is all about a girl who. She wants to be independent, but doesn't really understand what that means. And then her parents get turned into pigs, and she has to get them not to be turned into pigs anymore. And she has to go on these weird quests. There's a dragon. There's a thing that wants money, but also wants to eat you. And just not to get into too many details, it's just, it's so fantastical. Fucking gorgeous. Fucking gorgeous, fantastical. And as a girl who loved fantasy growing up, I wished I had seen more movies like this growing up. I mean, I loved The NeverEnding Story. I loved Labyrinth. But, I mean, in Labyrinth, the girl's just kind of annoying. She's like, this isn't fair (laughs) all the freaking time. What would you say is the best starting point? Like, like... The first... For kids. Like, like if you... Like, the youngest... My Neighbor Totoro. Mm -hmm. Neighbor Totoro? That... It's about... You wouldn't go Ponyo? I haven't actually seen Ponyo. Ponyo feels like the most kids' film. My really? Neighbor Totoro still has some really heavy, I mean, heavy never, moments. My Neighbor Totoro is about two little girls dealing with the fact that their mother's dead. Yeah, Ponyo yeah. doesn't have anything like that. Ponyo is a kids' movie. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're a kid, you don't you just kind of gloss over the fact that their mother's gone. You just see the Totoro, who's a big, puffy bear, who plays a whistle, and there's a cat bust, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's whimsical, and it's just so... You, there's so much joy you get from watching Ghibli films while you're getting like life lessons that you don't get from other films. And you should watch them with your kids. Cool. And we do. <laughs> <laughs> You've been watching them with Karina pretty often? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she really likes them. Like, she'll pay attention to them. There's a clear, like, she isn't, doesn't care about live action yet. That's still pretty boring. But uh, she watches the Ghibli films as about as int- attentive as she watches everything else that no, she watches. Yeah. Karina's what? Three? Four? Uh, four. Four? Uh, what's her favorite? Uh, I think it would be Totoro. Totoro? Yeah. We won't, like, as far as, I'm counting it as far as how many times we've rewatched it. Uh, that one we've watched more. How far off the market, man? Does she see Ponyo? Does she like Ponyo? Yeah, she likes it well enough. But, like, we haven't, had to, we haven't had to watch it again recently, as far as I, I can tell. If only Making My Garden Grow was as easy as it is in Totoro, <laughs> where you just go... I mean, I'm doing the hand yeah, yeah. motion right now. <laughs> Did you catch that, audience? <laughs> All they got was. <gasps> <laughs> it's great. It's. I love. It's it. that cat bus. The cat bus really does it. Yeah. And the cat, yeah, the cat bus. John, last but not least. <laughs> uh, so maybe one that's 
not a great movie, but still very fun. I've been watching a lot of like bad movies on Netflix just because I'm like I'm in an ordinary watching mood. <laughs> uh, which one of those was uh, the fi- Final Girl, which was just, ugh, but. It's uh, Abigail Breslin and like oh okay That's yeah the- I confused it with a different movie and I realized that about ten minutes in I was like well I just started watching this and I'm bored I, I was I was seeing the one with Thomas Middleditch which was surprisingly funny but not perfect but right I don't know what that one was called Wait, which ones didn't we like Final Girl It's basically the one where there are a bunch of guys in suits send out women out in the woods and hunt them down like in oh, Los Angeles. Did not see that. That's, that's not the great. one I'm thinking. But she, but in the movie, she plans for that. She knows what they're up to and she tricks them. So it's her hunting them the whole time. And it's it the most play- dangerous game. Yep. Yeah. And it plays out or every... the pest. Yeah. plays out in the exact way you expect. No surprises. But that's not the one I wanted to talk about. Uh, I saw The Babysitter on oh, Netflix. I saw that too, yeah. And it was funny. I was, I was, I was going into it like kind of like, oh, this is going to be trash. I'm going to, it's going to be whatever. But it was surprisingly funny and cheeky. And had fun moments and fun kills, and it was fun, fun. fun. And I and I think if you want kind of a no stakes fun movie, that was a good one to pick. It kind of cleans out the like choice paralysis because you're like, okay. oh, that looks fun. A bunch of attractive kids and uh, knife stabbings in the head and violence, uber violence, and just a lot of fun stuff. I've had good. that recommended a number of times now. I feel like I should probably watch. Yeah, it. it's fun. And Stick with it. The first act is kind of slow. Yeah. Okay. The one we liked was Final Girls. Yeah. Was that the one Thomas Middleditch? And um, is that their name? Now I'm blanking on her name. The girl from Watchmen and Lake Bell. Yeah, the, no. The nope. Um, Malin Ackerman. Ackerman. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yes, Malin Ackerman. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm trying to figure out which of these two movies I have also been recommended between Final Girl and Final Girls. Final Girls is it's uh it's kind of like Last Action Hero but for horror movies. That's the one. Yeah, so that's the one I was kind of thinking it was, yeah. but then I was like, "Oops!" It's not. <laughs> you watch the Final Girl yeah. instead. Copy it's that. Not perfect, but there's moments of brilliance. Yeah. Um, all right. So the second part of this episode is any movie from 2017 that you have not seen. That's any movie, including movies coming out in December, that you want to see or regret not seeing or anything like that. Oh, I didn't know that was next. I would have saved the Belko experiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Movie, movies that are coming out in theaters or movies that are coming out like on available? Just on any Disney? movie think- for, has to come out in the calendar year of 2017. Okay. Which and I'm going to go real, past, real yeah. obvious with this one. Uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just... I want to see what Ryan Johnson has done with this franchise because yeah. I was not overly smitten with episode seven. I enjoy it. I think it's a good movie. It wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. Um, but I blame 99% of that on Abrams because I think Abrams is just kind of a good director. Um, whereas Ryan Johnson, I think, is a very good director. And the fact that they gave him a whole trilogy of his own based yeah. on how good he did on this movie, my expectations have been considerably raised. Yeah, uh, And I just think he does better with characters. Like I, I'm really excited to see... Based on the building blocks that Abrams gave him, which was basically a TV pilot, I want to see how he ran with that because I think he will crush it, and I'm hoping I'm right. Um, I was not super excited for Rogue One. I thought it was going to be good, and then I was blown away by it. Uh, I was very excited for Episode Seven, and then I was underwhelmed. So I'm kind of in the same boat now that I was with Rogue One where I'm not super excited for it, but I'm very interested to see where it's going, uh, and I'm very excited. And it says something that I'm saying uh star wars over justice league right now because mm. justice league I, I i know i'm gonna like it star wars i don't so i'm that's my number one right now uh disaster artist okay oh I'm my god yes so excited i love the book um it, i just i listened to it on audiobook while i was walking the dog usually and i would just be like oh my god like who reads is, it uh greg greg reads it yeah greg reads it 
Um, nice. And so he does accents. So because he knows Tommy's accent. So yep. every time he does Tommy's accent, he's just like killing it. Like the whole <laughs> book. It's so great. Um, and uh, I, I that first trailer they released of him like no I did not hit her I did not oh hi Mark like <laughs> I, I think I watched that trailer like eight times in a row it was just so funny that, and that's so why I can't wait for it um, I almost yeah. wish they'd never released an actual story trailer because that trailer I, I was so you in at that one else. trailer um, and uh, and the uh, the hero of the movie is the script supervisor so I always want to see scripties <laughs> being heroes so I'm gonna be very excited about that movie nice I'm gonna go with the movie that we missed because uh, there's plenty of movies I'm looking forward to, and I don't need to go down that route. But uh, <laughs> Logan Lucky. Yeah. We didn't get around to seeing that. And we like Steven Sodenberg, and uh, we like Daniel Craig, and we like Channing Tatum, and we like Adam, Adam Driver, Driver yeah. and we like pretty much everyone in it. We just ran out of uh, time. Yeah, you can't see every movie. It gets difficult when, when you're an adult and work a full-time job and stuff. Did anybody read the interview with Soderbergh that came out this week? It was fascinating. It was all about uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Because he just is like, I don't know how George Miller did it. He's like, and I consider myself a rather accomplished director, but I watched this movie and I don't know how hundred people, I don't know how they're not still filming it and hundreds of people aren't dead. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make sense to me. Preparation. notes. successful? Yeah, it did all right. Because I know that it was one of those experiments on self-funding or something it, like it that. Did not, it did not change the game like they were hoping it was going to, but it, it did all right to wake it. It wasn't a complete wash. Okay. But it'll make future movies like that difficult. Yeah, Valerian didn't do well either, and it's going to make future movies like that difficult. Well, Valerian just wasn't for everybody. Yeah. That's a shame. But uh, Logan It was Lucky, for me. Lo- <laughs> I loved it, but I get why people don't. Yeah, yeah. we liked it, but whatever. Logan Lucky, I hope we can get to it at some point. It looked really funny, like genuinely hilarious. And it had, the, of course, the Sonnenberg yellow. He loves yellow. I yeah. mean, that's one gripe I'll always have with him. I'm like, can we just stop saturating everything with yellow? I just kind of feel like everything's like a pee cover on it. But It works for some of it. It really worked in the, fuck, what's it called? Uh, the informant. Yeah. That color tone really worked. Because it's it all looked, about corn, so it's already yeah, kind of yellow. It a little bit better there. I just, it annoyed me in Magic Mike. It's filters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instagram filters, the movies. <laughs> I like blue, which I know everybody in else does too. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I like purple. Can you tell? Then you love Lynn Wiseman movies, I guess. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that man only works in blue. I like blue. And green. Blue and green. He also Wanna works make in me just happy? terrible movies. <laughs> Someday I'm going to make an entire room it'll probably be like a side room because Brian won't let me do it otherwise it's just blue and green everything the wall the floor the furniture it'll be great you were just complaining that that the Green Lantern was too green yeah but I was trying to take him down (laughs) that was in the middle of the battle (laughs) (laughs) I'd be okay with that make sure they needed blue lanterns that's what his movie needed some hope yeah I have a blue lantern keychain yeah he hasn't even shown it to me yet it's on a wall just look at it Mm. (laughs) marriage (laughs) marriage uh, so a lot of my like movies that I've missed, wish I could have seen, wish to see, hope to see, kind of plan to see a lot of them are kind of, there's a lot of overlap. Like I agree, like I'm on the same boat with you, Brian, with uh, star Wars. It's like, I, I, I don't like episode seven. Like I, I get what people do like about it. I like the things that are cool about it, but I, I like the movie. Yeah. I just didn't love it. Like I was hoping. To. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good movie. It's just not, it didn't make me cry, which I wanted it to. Yeah. 
And it just, yeah. But Rogue was, One took care of that. Oh, it, it, I cried during that. It, it, was, it was a very, t- for me, it was a very TV Star Wars that didn't get me excited for the next one. And then, you know, hearing more about it with Ryan Johnson and liking his movies a lot, I was like, okay, yeah. So, like, there is some hype for that with a bit of caution. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they gave him a trilogy out of this. So, clearly, some people are happy with it. And if it's just, if it's doing its own thing, if he does his own thing with it, that's kind of where my hype is. Um, and then, let's see, uh, what... Emily's talked about Get Out. Like, I haven't seen it yet, and I do plan to, but considering my week is just gone from me, schedule-wise, and, like, just these things tend to escape. These movies tend to escape, and I don't like that, so I'm going to hopefully see it before the year is out, and that's the one I'm really going to try. Do you get screeners? I don't get screeners. Oh, okay, because they're they're sending out screeners. No, that'd be cool. Only producers, people on the board, (laughs) and assistant directors get screeners. Uh, My roommate's PGA, so we get all the... Yeah. Producer? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it, mm. it's I have no reason not to see it, but it's a lot of things just tend to get in the way. Mm. And sometimes at night when I want to watch those trashy horror movies or just want to watch trashy movies, it's like, no, I'm not in the frame of mind to really get that. It sucks cuz like I could watch it like tonight. <laughs> well, not tonight necessarily cuz I'm going to be out till about 1 in the morning watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> Too many movies, movies, not enough time. Hey okay, man, I <laughs> yeah. heard you like movies, so I put some movies in your movies. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, uh, yeah. So I also missed like War for the Planet of the Apes. I'm curious about it, and yeah, me too. Just haven't had a oh, chance to see it. Uh, I loved it so much, and uh, I'm excited. It'll be for... on the calendar. Don't worry. You'll you'll get to that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's just, that's what's so great about we'll this podcast. Yeah. King Monkey. Uh, yeah, that, that'll probably be in December at some point. I fucking love that movie. And then lastly, I'm also excited for uh, the movie Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that's really good. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. I, I liked. Um, there was a, another cartoon a little Day while ago that did Day of the uh, or Book of the Dead. Day of the Day, uh, Book, Book of, of Life. Life. Book of Life. Book of Life. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really liked Book of Life, and uh, it was a little too weirdly animated for Karina's taste, but I really liked it, and I think this one will go over better with her. But I'm excited for it because it's a movie we can all go to as a family, and there's not a lot of those. Like it's a really dry moment right now. Uh, otherwise, you know, they would have been at a movie today. But it's like, what's out for kids? Nothing. Aww. Or that My Little Pony movie, which we're like, don't. Put that one. I kind of want to take my. <laughs> I kind of want to take my movie pass and go see My Little Pony. Just to, I'm afraid I wouldn't be the only guy in my 30s there though, <laughs> and I'd be there ironically, and the rest of them would be full blown bronies, and I don't really want to hang out with Shabroni. them. <laughs> I always wanted. Shabroni. Did anyone like watch that fake trailer for Michael Bay My Little Pony movie? Yeah, it's pretty no, great. That sounds pretty. I good. kind of wish that was a real thing. <laughs> Like the My Little Ponies are actually coming down to Earth and all their sparkle and glitter to destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of it. I mean, I'll tell you something that I think is going to be a guilty pleasure for me coming up is Jumanji. Oh, I, I can't wait I to see I heard they that. were remaking well, she put Jum- some Jumanji. Fucking pants on, but Dude, okay. they're in went, a video game. Uh, I know, but she, she's it's gonna a get, video she's game. She's going to get eaten alive by mosquitoes, is all I'm saying. Yeah, she, it's even, not practical. she even makes fun of that in the trailer. Uh, what am right. I wearing? Yeah, I know. That's why, after, you know, they announced it and it said, we don't need that. And then they announced the cast. And I'm like, oh, we definitely don't need that. And then I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh, this probably is going to be decent. I like that they <laughs> didn't self-aware. copy the original Jumanji. Yeah. They went to a new route. And uh, come on, it's got The Rock and Kevin Hart and just the dynamic between those two guys and is going to be Smith. fun. And, or Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black. I can't say the right names today. Yeah, but I'm not positive Jack Black is, is going to have anyone to act with. <laughs> I feel not like me. the whole his whole character is going to be I used to be a hot girl, now I'm Jack Black. And that's 
that's going to be the extent you of know, it. I thought the same thing. I mean, obviously different, but same thing with uh, Tropic Thunder. Like yeah. when I heard he's in Tropic Thunder, I'm like, what's Nailed he going to have anything to do in Tropic Thunder? And he was one of my favorite that's parts true. of the whole movie. That's true. So we'll Jack see. Black yeah. is kind of a he, he's more of a um, he's not like your your leading man, he's but he's a, a good support man. guy. I've been saying this for a decade. Yeah, yeah. I even liked with the him exception in of uh, School of Rock. That was yeah. great. School of Rock, the yeah. Goosebumps movie. Yeah, he was good. Like, in that. He made me oh, like I didn't see that. Okay. I've watched that movie twice now. That movie's way better, better than, than that. Better than you were expecting. It's yeah. so much better than I thought it was going to be. And now I hear they cut Watch him out of the sequel. And I kind of, I'm kind of annoyed about that because I really liked him in that one. Yeah. But Logan Lerman can come mm-hmm. back. I like Logan Lerman. It's not a problem. I'm just annoyed that Jack Black won't be back. You guys keep talking about, uh, sorry to change it, but you keep talking about episode eight. I just keep thinking about my uh, my roommate Brian Scully and his friend wrote uh, a screenplay called The Making of Episode Eight. Oh, which yeah. I should, you heard of it? I, I I followed them all on Twitter. Yeah, so yeah, I, I yeah. should send that around to you guys because it's really funny. I do want to read it. Imagine Ryan Johnson making the movie and all the hijinks and stuff, and <laughs> and Carrie Fisher's in it, and and they wrote Max Landis into it, and uh, and it's just <laughs> it's so it's really fucking absurdly funny. Obviously, they don't expect to do anything with it, but they just send it out as a work sample and just to entertain people hmm. um and now they actually have started working on the next one they're going to do a sequel to a script that they can't send to anyone awesome <laughs> making episode nine yeah they're making i think it's i think they're doing a making of episode nine so yeah. uh, and then how he gets fired and everyone goes yay <laughs> God, what a confidence destroyer like you are fired and the entire world celebrates yeah Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, maybe start treating your women with respect yeah. yeah maybe don't make book of henry where the 12 year old boy makes his mom into a dullard yeah oh. I, it's another movie that i want to watch i know i shouldn't but i'm like how bad could it be <laughs> i hear it's pretty bad um that was everything i had planned for this episode anything else nope 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 rate nope. reviews Perfect. subscribe rate reviews. yes please rate and review i haven't been saying that in a while rate and review subscribe on pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast except for spotify uh, but we do have a playlist on Spotify. That's true. Uh, and it changes every week. I don't know what this week is because we have not decided yet because we'll decide that next week. Probably Thanksgiving. It, it, probably. Th- things you're thankful yeah. for. Who's up next week? Uh, for what? For choosing. So it was John last week. Oh, it's boy. me this week. Yeah. Oh, yep. you. I think it's you. Well, no, it won't be you, wouldn't it? Or me. It's one of the three of us. Yeah. We're dealing so, with a weird time travel thing. Yeah, no, no, time travel is yeah. a bitch, man. Wibbly wobbly. If I could go back in time, I'd run do that. Yeah. But yeah, you should uh, definitely subscribe to our playlist. It's uh, ATH's Music Palooza. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? And uh, make sure to have that comma in there. Otherwise. Or apostrophe. Apostrophe. <laughs> have that apostrophe in there. It's Otherwise, a comma, but like way high. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the one thing that I've, people have told me they've had a problem with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it changes every week. And then what's the name of our second one where you can get all of the music? Uh, it's just the past music of Palooza. Past music Palooza. Yeah. There's links on our website. Yeah. Check because, that out. Athpod.com. Yeah. I don't know what how time travel wise what this means, but the one that we did this week, like I write a lot of action movies, and I'm totally gonna keep it because basically, as I was mixing music together, I was just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There have been times where I copy this whole thing into my own personal little yeah. playlist yeah. that I yeah, save. Yeah. yeah, and do that. You know, copy and paste it, and this is mainly just to get you inspired to listen to music. I mean, yeah. I found a lot of music that I was like wouldn't necessarily go to right away. Oh, you, oh, mean, went- you mean like Drowning Pool of Bodies? Yeah, <laughs> I actually I went on Twitter because I was frustrated since it was all like ass kicking songs I couldn't find a lot of songs by women and particularly women of color and so I went on Twitter and I was like need more songs by women about violence that make me want to kick open doors and oh, I got, got little Kim I no somebody <laughs> recommended little Kim I went with a different uh, couple songs um uh, Army of Me by Bjork and then yeah. which I'd oh, forgotten about choice. I was like fuck I forgot about Army of Me that's perfect and then uh, I think a whole 
uh, Violet, and then there was another mm-hmm. song, Working Girls, by an artist I'd never heard of. So I was like, cool, I'm throwing that yep. in there. Yeah, because, some good ones. Yeah, so it's you, the hive mind is very helpful for finding things. So now our podcast has songs on it that you may not have heard. Yeah, perfect. We, we've been doing a really good job lately we of had Army digging of deep Wonder songs. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think uh, it's worth subscribing to at this point. Yeah, the Justice League list is very wide array so far. Yeah, I really <laughs> like it. Uh, I mean, you got my songs. Apparently, Spice Girls are not welcome. (laughs) Sorry, that's not true. Feeling very nitpicky last night. I guess very well. Super group. Well, when I came up with the idea, I didn't necessarily intend to be exclusionary. Don't count as a fucking super group. No, they're a super group, but they're not like a super group. What the fuck is a super group in quotation? All right, we're gonna move on. (laughs) (laughs) We can discuss this when we're done recording. So, happy Thanksgiving to (laughs) everybody who's listening today. Happy Black Friday, everybody. After that, and happy whatever the fuck day it is. If you're not eat that fried, eat that fried turkey. Ducking. Get your leftovers. Watch a Tom Hanks movie. Eat do, a vegetable. Do whatever you want. It's Thanksgiving. Tom Get a, Hanks you want to run around naked in your yard? It's fine. Go for it. It's Thanksgiving, you know what? man. You can't <laughs> call the cops on Thanksgiving. Wear nothing but an apron and fry some Is turkey, all right? Is Thanksgiving the purge? Thanksgiving, <laughs> a.k.a. the purge. <laughs> you better stop this recording quickly. <laughs> <laughs>